Welcome to First Impressions. Tonight, we're talking about aviations and amateurs. And I'm Belinda. And I'm Will. And I'm Spencer. And I'm Kevin, the Tiger King. (laughs) And we're here to penetrate your lives as always. Clap on. Clap Clap off. off. So what are we drinking today? Jack on, Jack off, the Jacker. We're not um, drinking the Jack on and Jack off. <laughs> I mean, today, I'm, no, I'm no prude, but you know, <laughs> you're worried you'll get you'll get it day. in your eye. You'll get it in your eye. Man, getting in your eye is the worst. You'll bad way to start it, it is the worst. It's literally the worst feeling. I'm just saying. So what, are, what are we drinking today, Kevin? <laughs> today we are drinking a classic cocktail that has um, a little bit of history and also a little bit of what, uh, venom, I guess you could say. Uh, Not in the actual drink, but in the history of the drink. So uh, it's a drink called the Aviation. Um, Have you guys had the Aviation before? I've made one for myself, but I've never ordered one at a bar. Um, I was mostly just curious. It was part of a list actually on buzzfeed.com and it popped up. I think Belinda may have shared it with me, but um, it was it was a list of like cocktails that you've never heard of that people mostly like or something like that. And so I was like, okay, I'll try this out. So I went and bought the ingredients and it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard it described by the haters um, as basically a cocktail made up of hand soap um, because it's got the floral notes to it. They probably don't notes. like they probably don't like cilantro either then. Yeah, 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 they're probably those same assholes, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> just kidding, love you, people in my life who hate cilantro. I, I don't. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's a classic. It's from it shows up first in a cocktail book around, and cocktail history, alcohol history in general, is a little fuzzy um, because some of the history of alcohol is tied to things that were illegal at the time. And so they didn't, you know, necessarily write down, uh, keep a lot of records about things. And then even probably drunk and forgot to write it down. Yeah, yeah. Or it was legal and it was, uh, you know, something no one really thought they would ever really care to know the history of or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of recipes like this, even today, get made in the back rooms of bars or during the off hours of, uh, you know, bartenders getting together and coming up with a new menu for the upcoming yeah. month, month or season. Sometimes um, so, proprietary recipes that they didn't want to share with people, right? Yeah, just like we talked about before with the uh, green chartreuse that you can see yeah, right there. Um, it's still a proprietary recipe, right? Like the two two people on the earth know uh, what the recipe is. So um, we do know what the recipe of the aviation is. First of all, it's one of the coolest names for a cocktail ever, mm. I think. The aviation, it just sounds all like... Flying high. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it calls for gin. Um, I'm using this Flower City gin which I actually just opened and have never tried before. So that should be interesting. But I figured since it's a floral cocktail and it's called Flower City and has lots of flowers on the actual bottle, uh, that would work. Um, Some maraschino liqueur, which uh, is actually involved in a lot of kind of classic cocktails. And then the creme de violette, um, 
which is exactly what it sounds like. It's made from violets and other floral um, things and and different herbs. I saw that um, there's some berry infusion as well with it. Yeah, okay. I, haven't, I haven't looked at the ingredient list. I was, just, a, I was just reading up a little bit about it. Yeah, it's a it's a. In my opinion, it, it you know it's a little spendy uh, as as most liqueurs are like that. It's not um, to the chartreuse level though. No. <laughs> uh, what maybe in the mid thirties to yeah, 40? chartreuse. I mean, depending on where you go, is going to be 50, like 60 50, bucks. 60 bucks yeah. yeah, and it'll um, last you a long time. So, but I, well, I was going to say the, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but well, the cream de violet really kind of will i mean rarely does a, a recipe call for more than a half an ounce of it um so th this bottle will last you for for quite a while um but it's if you like anything floral um i mean it's not like you're eating flowers it's just a, a floral edge to it um then then you'll love this in drinks and i've added it to drinks that don't call for it before because the coloring is also pretty great it's hard to tell in here but it's kind of a purplish blue um once you add it to a cocktail as you will see momentarily yeah, so don't, anyway you don't the, find a you don't find a lot of drinks with that with that color um yeah there's there's not a lot of uh blue things in nature um if you think about it most of the the blue we think of in nature is actually well I, we don't need to do a science le lesson but not actually blue it's just reflecting the, the color of the atmosphere or whatever oh that's but, true there, um, there are some cultures that don't even have the word for blue right right that is interesting that's fucking with my head now yeah well, so like like they'll look at the sky and it'll just be a shade of green it's, it's like that it's like that meme i sent you guys where it was like uh have you ever seen your neighbors taking the groceries yeah. proof, proof that we live in a simulation i was like holy exactly. shit you're like wait wait have i <laughs> um no that's blue weird. blue used to be probably the hardest color for artists to get uh, yeah. when it came to painting and things like that, because there wasn't, you know, natural, even things we think of like, oh, well, blueberries, whatever. Well, squish of blueberry, it's not very blue inside. Yeah. The, there's a little pigment in the skin that's blue, but the inside of a blueberry is most definitely not blue. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> sorry to get off on a tangent there, but so the aviation uh, kind of went out of fashion. Uh, you stopped being able to get cream de violette in the United States in the early 1960s, I believe. And people just forgot about it. You, if you can't get one of the ingredients, then it's hard to get. Um, there were some books that came out. Um, I think one was uh, uh, the Savoy cocktail book or something like that, um, that had the recipe for the aviation. Um, and But it, it just simply left out the cream de violet. So it was the same recipe, just left that out. So um, the OG recipe with the cream de violet is what we're going to make today, however, because we all like the flavor of it and the color. So the recipe calls for, I've already pre-mixed mine in my shaking tin, um, calls for an ounce and a half to two of uh, a nice gin. Um, on this one, I would I would actually go away from like a London Dry and do more of a floral type gin, um, like I'm hoping this one will be. I'm pretty sure, um, or Hendrix, Uncle Val's, um, Uncle Val's, yeah, Uncle Val's. Um, or if you're then, feeling special, you could use Empress Gin. That's. 
So I did want to make a butterfly PT syrup, but I remembered I did not have any more flowers. Yeah. So, um, I got you, Belinda. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got so many. I've got you. <laughs> yeah, you order them online and like this giant thing shows like, here's up. Here's a five like, pound bag. Oh my like, God. Yeah. I don't need this. <laughs> For pretty cheap too. Like it was, right. it's just like, that. what did you order that one time? It was uh, some sort of it was for a cocktail but it was it looked like a, a thing of cocaine showing oh, up yeah. on our doorstep it was flint, oh flint powder i oh, still have it powder. i still need to make that syrup but it looked like we get delivered a brick of cocaine to the front door <laughs> yeah. yeah it was, was all like, taped up i was like uh, uh what oh is this god. on the doorstep <laughs> and it was heavy too it was massively heavy oh my god <laughs> all right so ounce and a half of a gin uh preferably a floral one a uh, half ounce of maraschino liqueur a half ounce of fresh lemon juice and then there's a lot of variation to the recipes you find online um the recipe you sent over spencer called for a bar spoonful of the cream de violette i just go ahead and do a half ounce of this as well i did like a half an ounce because i, li I like the floral and i like the color uh that it brings if you just do a bar spoonful it's like it's like not an a bad color but it's 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 kind of it's really faded yeah um so i did a half of all three ingredients and then an ounce and a half of the um gin so i've pre-mixed here i'm gonna go ahead and put some ice in my shaker and give this a shake I have nightmares that I'll do this on the show one day, shake my cocktail, and then have it like explode on my computer. Not <laughs> <For laughs> be good. That That's happened what... to me with the one drink we had with the egg in it. Oh, the pisco sour. Yeah. Sad. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and strain mine now. I've got my handy dandy strainer, and you see, even with the the half ounce of the cream de violette. It's not like purple, purple. Some of the ones I see online where they're like bright purple, like I'm like, oh, you must've used the whole fucking <laughs> bottle of that stuff. Um, when I make it with butterfly pea colored gin, it's beautiful, but it, it, oh, yeah. it doesn't really change the flavor either. So if you want it more purple, you could certainly the, do that. The standard, uh, as you see on Spencer's, the standard garnish for it is uh brandy cherry um which i have here as well uh, i also like to put a little um dried lemon on it so just a little lemon slice that's been dried out uh, toss that in there and it'll be hard to see i don't get, i don't get the dish soap flavor no i don't get that beautiful kevin i don't get the dish soap thing Ooh. i'm floating rosebuds on mine dried of course rosebuds. you are I think it's you are. beautiful. I think it's just fucking wow. beautiful. Belinda's going to be like, I carved an airplane out of ice. And it's <laughs> <laughs> like I was like bird. running around trying to, I was like, what am I going to garnish it with? Rather than shake mine, I'm going to run mine through my giant ice carving of an airplane to chill it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Oh I did God. just buy a chainsaw, so if you want to do an ice carving, it is delicious though. But like I said, I don't, I don't get the notes of. Uh, no, I, I, I think all. it's really beautiful. I do, I do, really enjoy sour drinks. Um, 
uh, not overly sour. We we went to a bar recently, and it was a friend of ours. Uh, it was his last day as a bartender at some bar, just some bar, some bar. Um, yeah, and uh, he we asked him to just make us something beautiful, and he did. But he was kind of going back and forth, chatting with us, you know, not paying attention. So I'm drinking his, and I'm like, it's good, but man, it's I like. Tart tart things and this is like tart as shit and about halfway through the drink he runs over he's like oh my god oh my god i forgot the maraschino or he, he, he forgot syrup, yeah. yeah the the or i think it maybe was even some juice or something like yeah. that oh pineapple juice pineapple yeah. juice so he actually ran over with another cocktail it's like here oh, you go okay. it's it's on the house just have both <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done that before you know what's interesting is in the pandemic i think for me anyways i've leaned leaned in quite heavily into making my own drinks and entertaining whatnot and then the other day i went out and i realized how fucking expensive it is to go out and drink i was just like oh shit so expensive and i texted kevin i was like we should open a bar man like this is outrageous i went to this one place they had like 18 dollar old fashioned i was just like what is this oh wow this is insane right it's by his just, house actually just a place by my house a new um, place was it was an amazing like, old okay maybe it wasn't 18 it was like 15 i think something like that but um even like a gin and tonic was like 10 bucks yeah this is, i mean they're like what God. between 11 and 14 dollars usually for a cocktail if you go to someplace <sighs> still, nice still i know we're used to drinking at home now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh I, not not subjecting ourselves to the utah poor either so yeah right right <laughs> that's also- why i would never condone this obviously because it, it would be because we're being responsible idea. and but, think of the children kevin that's why pre-gaming yeah. is so vital to a good uh, a good in night U- at the bar in utah yeah and then you're just sipping to keep a little um edge to keep it going whatever, yeah you know. sometimes aviation can be a little too sour for me so i did make a little syrup it was like a uh, lavender uh, buds and oh. I actually used wow. uh, dried violet in it. Wow, um, lovely! So I'm not sure how those actually taste. And then some rose water. So that's uh, I do like floral drinks. So yeah, and I only yeah, use like a quarter ounce of that just to barely sweeten it. I think so it's cocktails, not so once, tart. Once you get the hang of like the general gist of things, it's not terribly intimidating i think um, just tinker certain, yeah yeah cer- certainly starting out drinking can be intimidating i know we touched on that a little bit last time but um getting into drinking can be a completely daunting thing um for me i didn't start till i was 33 i think started out with some rough stuff you know red wine i think merlot uh tried oh. some tried some gin i was like what the fuck oh. <laughs> Merlot like, what is as this? like one of your first wines. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And when you start like, out, you're drinking trash brands too, really. It, like you're yeah. just buying like what things you have known, like brands you hear on commercials and what. Yeah, I, I think my first gin was Tanqueray. I was like, okay, let's let's try this out. This gin. It's like, what's a fuck? nice dry gin? <laughs> you, you were probably drinking a lot of very dry drinks too, so hardly yeah, not much yeah. sugar content. And our palates aren't used to that. You know, that, that's a really, yeah. that's a really yeah. good point. So for me, my journey began there. I tried, I think I tried Jameson as well. Cause Hey, you know, you, you go with what you know in the movies yeah. or TV, people are drinking whiskey and you think, Oh, this must be good. And mm-hmm. you take Which that it first is. sip. It is. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah, now, it, I mean, now it is. The palate changes, you get used to things. Um, but I was just like, Holy shit. What is this? <laughs> this is, not good 
Um, it actually wasn't until, so my brother took me to a local Indian restaurant here and I had, let's see, I think I tried, I actually had my first beer beer are we, there. Are we talking Bombay House? Yes, Bombay nice. House. Nice. Oh, um, so so I had, I had a Hop Rising, which that's an intense beer to start out with yeah. because super high alcohol content. I don't know if you've had it before. Very, very hoppy. IPA. super hoppy oh yeah. my god so bitter but it was good it was delicious with the food right um yeah. but then i i remember trying he had me get some moscato and i had told him hey you know i i've tried wine before this sucks i don't like it i try it and i'm like oh, okay this is good it's just like grape juice though yeah like, <laughs> but the alcohol content's like a strong beer basically yeah it's like you know <laughs> nine ten percent and then you know super sweet and flavorful but uh today we just want to talk a little bit about uh getting started you know where to start so that's kind of where my my mind's at um in terms of my my recommendation is uh just just drink straight papa vodka for a couple of years <laughs> and after that everything else is delicious or yeah. Everclear. Exactly. Uh, yeah, don't never do, act, don't do I've, this. I've never so. actually had Everclear. Um, oh. But yeah, it's for me, it's been quite the adventure, just trying different things. I remember uh, tequila shots, you know, um, <sighs> Cosmos tried those at first as well. Oh, but tequila. if you're if you're like me, at least <laughs> this is my recommendation. If you're just starting out drinking, um, and and if you're curious about different alcohols, these are some of my recommendations. If you're like Hey, I wonder what tequila's like. Try a margarita. You know, we did an episode on the Tommy's margarita. Super delicious, easy to drink. Um, and the more the more you get used to the alcohol, the more you'll eventually get to the point where now I can sip gin and I can appreciate the complexity of the flavor. Or tequila, I can sip on that, and that's fine. Um, but I would say start with if you're going with something like a tequila, start with a margarita. If you're doing vodka. And if I'm stealing your recommendations, my apologies. But uh, Cosmopolitan is a good place to start, I think, with vodka. That or something like a Moscow Mule, if you like uh, ginger and you know fizzy things. Um, for gin, I would recommend just a gin and tonic. Super simple, easy, um, and, and a bit more complex than you'll get with the other cocktails, but it's pretty good. Rum, for me, I would say something like a pina colada, um, some, some sort of blended tiki drink. Uh, it's going to be easy to drink. And then for wines, I would say, I'm probably forgetting something, whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Whiskey is a diff difficult one, I think. I'm, I'm curious to hear your recommendations. I think, I think whiskey is just an acquired taste. Like, <sighs> like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm I trying think... to think of a good whiskey cocktail, though. Mm. Well, I mean, whiskey I think a whiskey sour. sour is a good place to start. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, if you don't like sour things and maybe not but um it's not overly sour either and you can tinker with the simple syrup or whatever or just tell the bartender hey i like things a little bit sweeter so the first the first whiskey drink i had was an old-fashioned and um in the last episode i talked about my cousins taking me out and being like oh now let's make them try this let's make them try that i remember they got me an old-fashioned i was already kind of fucked up um <laughs> but i remember being like I don't love this. Um, it's yeah. like, it was too strong of a flavor for me if when it came right I, down to I it. will say, if you're just starting out, and if I had to pick one thing for you to try that won't scare you off, 
I would say, well, it's a toss up really. Either a margarita or a Moscato of some sort. Ooh. Yeah, Moscato's are kind of the go-to. They're kind it's of like, like Kool-Aid of wines. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, then you're not like... that was that was my that was exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Because then you're not like, holy shit, what is happening to my body? Um, or at least white Zinfandels, right? White Zinfandel, Riesling's good too. Um, yeah. but I think the easy like the easiest thing you can probably do is just a Moscato. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would Moscato. be my recommendation. My I would probably man see it, it really is a toss-up for me because i was gonna say uh my recommendation like if you're if someone's like hey i want to try drinking what should i what should i go to the store and buy you know like actually you know i i think i would have three recommendations i would say uh get a moscato definitely like moscato is an easy it's an easy win right like it tastes good it's a little bit drunk or uh margaritas are so easy to make and you can kind of play with like, oh, maybe I want to try, like you'll have the tequila there. So you could try a little tequila if you want. Um, I will say, don't buy the mix. It's so yeah, easy don't, to just, do it's it. so easy to just make one. It's literally like lime juice and some agave. I don't even, I don't even know why anybody like, would buy the mix. I remember the it's, first time, I remember when I started getting in like, so a little bit of history, Kevin and Belinda are awesome. They've been doing this, this uh, drinking thing a longer, much longer time than I have. I remember messaging Kevin, I was like, hey, Kevin, what's sour mix? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, it's just lime juice and lemon juice. Cause I was gonna go to the I'm store. Sure. I was gonna try and find it, you know? Um, and I guess that would be my other tip too, well, if you're- if And, you're and the reality it, is- Just okay. ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Right. Yeah, find a friend who knows at least more than you. Or a bartender, ask, right? Ask a, that's, bartenders love to share their knowledge especially especially if you go right? when it's not overly busy right yeah uh, if you go i mean in you know hopefully in the very near future you can go and sit at the bar um because that's not always a thing anymore but if you can go on a weekday when it's not busy and uh buy a couple drinks and just when the bartender's over there be like or or when they're taking orders say oh i'm pretty new to drinking i'm trying to learn what i like I, I know I like tequila. Like, can you make me something with tequila? And they're probably going to ask you questions then. They're going to be like, be like here's a long sweet, do you like savory? Yeah. I mean, we're talking, <laughs> I'm talking a little bit nicer cocktail bar. Right. Um, not just like the local dive bar. Yeah. If you local are local dive bar is going to be like, do you like Bud Light or do you like Coors Light? If like, you are starting out, do not, under any circumstances, get a uh, Long Island iced tea. Do not do that. <laughs> well, fuck, in Utah, it doesn't up. matter what you Okay, get. in Utah, it doesn't matter. But yeah. either that or an AMF, do not do either of those if you're just starting no, out. They look pretty. At least up. the AMF looks pretty, but do not do it. It's That's also known as the adios motherfucker. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> I remember um, uh, Long Island iced teas and AMFs were very popular. At the first bar, I started to spend any considerable time at called, that doesn't exist anymore, called... Uh, the Madison. Oh yeah. And they were, they were delicious. They were really delicious. And I'm pretty sure part of the reason they had to get shut down were liquor violations. Um, and I'm pretty sure some of their liquor violations were, I think sometimes they poured a little extra and things, but um, <laughs> I, that's just my guess. It's not, nobody so take that as, as fact. But they were, they were delicious, fun. but the reality is a lot of the times when you go to dive bars which 
trust me, I, I enjoy spending time at dive bars for sure. But you have to know what to order because most of the time they're using the little spray gun, the little shooter nozzle thing um, for sweet and sour mix for um, they're using maybe some Coke instead of other ingredients that they would normally use that are just better, higher quality ingredients and that are going to make the drink taste like. So I remember the first time I ordered in San Francisco um, a Long Island iced tea. They were pouring all this shit in there and I was like, what the, the fuck? This is like it's 60% not, It's alcohol. not like this, this, and then spray, <laughs> spray, 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 spray. Yeah. Yep. And so first of all, it, it fucked me up really good. Um, which was not a bad thing, um, but it was so much more complex. Like the one I was used to tasted good, just like ordering a Diet Coke tastes good, right? It was I'm never cold actually, and refreshing. I've and never it got actually me had a Long Island iced tea. Me either. And they're, they're really I good. avoid them because of... I mean, they'll fuck you up. They'll fuck yeah. you up. And I don't often want to get that fucked up where one <laughs> drink has me like... But... Um, Okay, now I really need to try this. Yeah, we'll, make, we one, we'll make, make one them. sometime. Yeah. We should make them make, for this show. We should, we should have an episode where we just do <laughs> high, high levels of, you know, minimum six ounces of alcohol cocktails. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so I, I had another recommendation. <clears throat> it was um, another good one is a gin and tonic. Gin and, yeah, like you said, Spencer, like super easy to make. You can kind of gauge your, your level of what you feel comfortable with the gin um or if this person that like you're trying to like introduce to drinking um maybe maybe want they want to try out something that's like even more light than like a mixed drink uh go get a press presses oh yeah, yeah. That, that's true press is easy i was gonna say will and, and i think you're our resident gin and tonic expert however <laughs> I've I've experimented with a few twists, pun intended, oh. on gin and tonic, and I, I I feel like if you don't like the flavor of gin, there's so many different gins you can so try. So many, so okay. many different. You know, I'm gonna say a mixed drink. It can be totally different than drinking it. You know, neat, right? Absolutely, right. and depending on your budget, <laughs> right, and your your palate, there are several gins you can play with um something like an uncle val's is a completely different experience than a tankery yep. and even within the tankery family you've got different variants there you've got hendrix there's just all sorts of different things but i was going to say that if you play with so gin and tonic we did an episode on it um basically a little citrus gin and tonic water right so depending on the amount of citrus you put in it's going to actually cut back on the gin flavor so if you don't like the flavor of alcohol and the type of citrus too, I prefer my gin and tonic with lemon. I don't like lime in my gin and tonic. If I'm out on the town and I'm hanging out with friends, I'll do the lime. Cool. And I feel as though many bartenders skimp on the citrus, but I just, I love the citrus in my gin and tonic. Yeah. So you can play with that. You can play with the amount of gin, the type of gin. There's all sorts of stuff you can do. Um, cucumber slices in your gin oh, and tonic. Oh yeah. Actually so refreshing. Refreshing. Now summer's coming. Try it out. If you haven't tried it before, cut up some fresh cucumber, put it in there. It'll, and with the lemon, like you're saying. The oh lemon. My, it'll change. So if you want to put a few uh, lavender flowers in, you could do that. And that's going to shift the drink as well. So there's a lot. It's it's kind of uh, fertile ground, if you will, open field yeah. to try some different things. So I think, I think and, the key is being curious, right? 
Absolutely. So like, and being adventurous because it feels safe in some areas, right? I I think the first, when I first started drinking, I drank a lot of vodka cranberries, right? Because Mm. it's like- Cosmos. Cranberry juice, or not even Cosmos. What do they call it? Well, isn't that basically a Cosmo? It's basically a Cosmo. Yeah. Kind of. Or they call it something else, like a some northeastern. Silly okay, okay. Um, so you did a lot of vodka. Yeah. Cran- you know what I'm talking about like something bog or some cranberry bog or something like that. No, I can't remember, but anyway, but like I mean, it's just easy, and it's you know, I don't know. It's kind of a basic bitch drink, right? Uh, so <laughs> we can you know, all do that sometimes. It's, it's yeah. interesting you recommend that, Belinda, because I feel like vodka is an easy alcohol too. So absolutely, it's it masks easy, yeah. right? It's flavorless um, for the most part. Vodka, yeah. vodka exists to make drinks alcoholic. Yes. Right. <laughs> That's One of my it. kids so, called vodka a sad drink because oh, like no. it just doesn't, it's like just, it's just to get fucked up, right? Like there's yeah. no reason for vodka besides yeah, just that, getting drunk. That has a negative connotation to it. I, I, I like to playfully <laughs> refer to vodka as just water 2.0. That's, that's what I like. <laughs> I like that. Except fun water, yeah. Fun water, yeah, there you go. Um, (laughs) So often the Cosmo has a little um, triple sec or Cointreau in it and some some of the lime juice. Okay, so a bit of citrus. Um, So vodka cranberry was your first. Or maybe it's lemon juice. It wasn't my first, but it was just kind of a a good, you know, go-to. Like when you're in a group of people and everybody's ordering drinks and you don't know what to order and you're just like a vodka cranberry and they give you a vodka cranberry and then eventually you kind of ask for it less and less cranberry-ish and more vodka-ish <laughs> a splash um, of cranberry a, yeah. just barely pink come on you know um two drops of cranberry juice it's like, when, it's yeah. like when you get a mimosa and it's like super light it's just a splash yeah. <laughs> i just yeah. i remember uh me and kevin went to this bar in boston one time oh yeah and, that's right and i just remember i kept on having to ask him i was like no less less tonic more gin like <laughs> like three fourths of gin and just a little bit of tonic please and wasn't it lovely they were able to do that for you it wasn't Utah, they did it right? sometimes sometimes boston actually has some the Northeast actually has some weird liquor laws some in really? some places too. I can't remember if Boston is one of those places or not, but they have like state-run liquor stores and stuff too. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Phil, uh, Pennsylvania as well. So after oh, the- Cape Cod, a Cape Cod. That's what Cape you're thinking of. Cape Cod, that's what so after, after the vodka cranberry, what did you shift um, to? Or? I kind of got adventurous. I think after that, Kevin and I started exploring cocktails. We found that shake book and we were like, oh, wait, you can make syrups. You can like add all these kind of different infusions and things. Yeah, see, that's we the phase just... I'm in right now. I'm in the mad science. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. And you're like, anything is possible, right? Like, you I just, fucking made like, some gin no the end. other day from scratch from vodka. Like, Shut yeah, up. Are you serious? Awesome. You can do, you can do How that. How was it? It's all right. Tell us about it, you know, I'm still learning. Okay. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. You can See that, that that was that an was upcoming something. brand. See, I'm I'm more in the phase of just learning about alcohol, really, yeah. because it wasn't it was just a couple months ago that I found out that gin is just fancy vodka. Yeah, that's all it is. It's true. You, you buy some juniper berries and coriander's it's and- juniper tea mixed with vodka, yeah. 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 That's, that's no, all it is. I remember uh we went to Copper Common. 
Say that. Just edit that part out. Um, we went to a bar, a local bar. We, just nah, we, can, the... say, we can say the name of bar. Copper Common. Okay. Just Except went for bars Copper we Common. hate, but we like Copper Common. Yeah. No, I was just going to tell the story about like being adventurous. So we went to Copper Common and I didn't know a lot about gin, right? And this lovely bartender, he's one of our very favorites. Um, Shout out to Ross. Yeah. Ross. Um, he was there and he was helping us. And uh, Kevin went to the restroom. And I asked Ross, I was like, I just don't know a lot about gin. Like, I don't understand why it's so great. And Kevin came back and I had a flight of gin in front of me, like four shots, like four or five shots of gin. And I was just like trying them all. And he was telling yes. me about them. Um, the thing is, if you ask bartenders and you're curious and you are sincere and you do want to know They'll more and up. understand it, they will hook you up and do yeah many illegal things like, hey I'm, I'm new. <laughs> you just say hey i'm new to this i'm curious about gin i don't know what to order they'll just right. pour little bits of a lot of stuff for you tell but, me why yeah. this is good right yeah. like tell yeah. me why this is better than this right Which or goes tell back me to what i said just ask this. questions yeah. if you're new just yep. ask questions just know there's nothing that, that remind that reminds me of a uh i didn't i didn't actually like whiskey until very recently and it was after uh, one of the friends of our show. Um, uh, I don't know if I should big, big Dick Darren. Big Dick Darren. No. Uh, oh, uh, me, me and TD. I, I won't say oh, that. Oh, TD. TD, yeah. yeah. So um, we, we went up to uh, High West and uh, tr did their little like sampling of it. In the Park and, City. Yeah, in, in uh, or wherever the- One ship. One ship, one ship the one ship oh, one. Oh, that, that's a pretty one. Um, and it was great. Like ever since then, I finally had like this kind of appreciation for, uh, for whiskey. So, yeah. so definitely try try out a few different things before you make up your mind. So I think some of that is what we've already talked about. It's, um, letting your palate kind of adjust to it, but yeah. some of it is also educating yourself goes a long way and like knowing what you're expecting to taste and knowing what to look for when it comes to the tasting notes and things like that is a game changer. Because you look, you look at, and, and, and watching videos sometimes is not enough. Like I watch whiskey tasting videos sometimes. And like, oh, there's notes of car caramel and coriander and this and orange peel. I'm like, okay, this is going to be fucking good. And then you try it and you're like, oh my God. It tastes like it's fire. Like, it tastes like, like fucking fire. <laughs> I know, it tastes like fire in your mouth. And you're just like, what the fuck just happened? So that's a good point, Kevin. Um, expectation, you know, yeah. my my expectation when I tried wine was that this was going to be some like grape juice that will just fuck me up and make me right, right. But no, well, it was not. Well, we oh, keep Mormonism, so right? And so, what are the flavor notes of Mormonism? You got sugar, you got cream of mushroom soup, Ooh. you got uh, like I don't know what are the other Mormon more, flavor notes? More Let's, sugar, marshmallows, sugar, Wonder Bread. Sugar yeah. Diet Coke, caffeine free. The flavor oh. of Mormonism is comfort. Oh, funeral potatoes. Funeral potatoes. Funeral. Oh, God, that sounds so good right now. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> With the cornflakes or without? I like oh, the butter cornflakes. Oh, but we had a friend, uh, shout out to Amy and Skip, um, who just taught us that if you do half cornflakes and half um, was it regular potato chips or was it salt and vinegar potato chips? I thought it was just regular I, potato chips. Maybe just but... regular, but you do half and half and crunch them up together. Oh, yeah. Those mm -hmm. were good. Okay, that sounds good. Everybody has yeah. their uh, funeral potato yes. secrets. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, funeral potatoes are a Mormon staple. 
As and they're delicious. Class. Something that's served at funerals. But also yes, single there. singles yeah. activities. Well, uh, we have parties. lots of babies, so hence we have lots of funerals too. Because everyone dies. That is true. Oh so, so Kevin, <laughs> what, what would you recommend to somebody like asking you, hey, I, I want to start drinking? Um, first of all, I love the question always when someone asks me that. We yes. talked about TD last week asking me that. Um I love it whenever it comes upon me when someone's like when I want to start drinking or I want to start when, drinking cocktails. Love it when it comes on you. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> right here on my chest. Yeah. Um, no. Um, I think, I think the Sorry. most important thing is finding someone who knows more than you do, who you're not embarrassed to ask questions to um, is, is the key. Because the reality is what's good for me when I'm new to drinking and what's good to every single other person is going to be slightly different. Um, I tried Moscato early on in my drinking and I was like, what is this sweet ass bullshit? Yeah. Um, I started drinking as an older person. I was 42 plus. And uh, so I think, and I had been into cooking for 15 years at that point and like trying lots of new flavors and and things like that so i think my palate was a little more refined or whatever or yeah. maybe maybe my taste buds were just more dead than everyone else's but, <laughs> um i didn't mind the strong flavors as much like i said i thought oh man this old-fashioned is some strong ass shit like but like for the most part it most of the flavors didn't bother me so I think it's important if you can find a friend who knows you a little bit or who you at least feel comfortable like explaining what you're what you're looking for in a drink and then not being afraid to ask. Yeah. Um, peer pressure. We were all taught when we were kids that peer pressure is a bullshit thing, whatever. Um, peer pressure is awesome. Always, always give in to <laughs> peer always pressure. Succumb to it will, it will if all your friends jump off a cliff search your feelings man. no what, what i was gonna say is um in this case peer, peer pressure is not a great thing because oh. when when you step up to the counter to order that first coffee or not, not even first first second third fourth fifth yeah. 20th whatever uh or a cocktail and you really don't you're not educated enough to know what you actually want or yeah. like or you'll end up with something disappointing to admit right? it You'll either get something that's like not really what you want, but it's just, I know the word Cosmo because I heard the person, two people in front of me the who ordered, ordered it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, I, or you're going to do the safe things and not really learn what but you like. But like, I've, I've been out with people who have been drinking for years, for example, and they've never had a last word. Sure. And I'm like, sure. so they're still in one? that safe space. And then right? I order one and they're like, oh my God, this is my new favorite cocktail. So drink, yeah. drinking and cocktail culture, even if you go out drinking, but you're mostly drinking beer or you're mostly going to dive places, which like I said, have their place. I'm not trying to put them down, but um, you know, I've gone to plenty of places where I've just ordered an old fashioned because I wanted a cocktail and I knew old fashioned or gin and tonic might be my only option here. Cause they're mostly right. a beer, a beer bar. Shout out to the um, hitching post. <laughs> shout out to the hitching post. <laughs> Oh my PG God. Star Saloon. <laughs> exactly. Um, I may be speaking about one of those. Yeah. Uh, you, you get an old fashioned, 
are you ordering old fashioned? They're like, and they're like, what? What's that? <laughs> what? No. And um, you get something I, with tons of juice in it, and you're God. like, what am I they drinking? Go, go I'm like, do you, do you have? No, like she was even like, I was like, do you have whiskey? And she's like, well, yeah. I'm like, yeah, just like whiskey, some bitters. an ounce and a half of whiskey and some bitters and, and like orange peel. You have a sugar cube? She's like, sugar What's... cube? No. <laughs> no. Just put like, like a bar. I'm like, do you have simple syrup? syrup? There, yeah. yeah. And she's like, no. And so I was like, oh, what? I was like, I think she, she had. It had some juices, like some orange juice, some lemon juice, and some lime juice. Oh my god! And and so then it wasn't like, an old fashioned. Is and then saying. the spray thing, and this is what they use a lot. The spray thing, they'll use the simple syrup, but it's kind uh, of slightly carbonated simple syrup because it's yeah. in the spray thing. Um, so it was not good. It was I mean, not, good. not to entirely knock the spray thing. The spray thing is magical. It can like on command give you diet sure, coke or sure, sure, syrup sure. or some tonic. But for, it's actually fucking for, cool. I kind of want one myself. I know, Deli- right? I was delicious cocktails. <laughs> but for delicious cocktails in places where they don't often hold the same standards I might for cleaning their equipment and things like that, um, sometimes it's not delicious. All right, all right, all right. Switching gears a little bit. Memorable cocktails you had in your drinking experience starting out. Um, I'll go first. So for me, it was, I'm thinking Water Witch, but it wasn't Water Witch. It was... Uh, Copper Kitchen or Copper Copper yeah. Common, yeah. It's Copper yeah. Canteen. I don't remember. Somewhere to hey, yeah. They gave me a where I ordered some smoked old fashioned, and at the time Ooh. I was on an old fashioned kicked kick, and I hadn't experienced anything like that. So I ordered this thing, and it comes and it's all smoky and stuff. I'll never forget. It was just so sublime. It was just so good. Right. Um, it's hard to even find words to describe, but for me, that was a, that was a moment. That was a shift for me. Cocktail. Yeah. Because I felt like I wasn't just drinking sugary swill. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I was able to enjoy the complexity of the flavor, the presentation and everything else, the atmosphere. And you paid more than six bucks for it. Probably certainly good company, but, uh, yeah. And I paid more than six bucks for it. So it had value. Yeah. For me, it was, it was a good, that was a turning point for me. And um, introduced me to, I think, wider possibilities. Um, It took me a while to come around to gin. For a while, I was super into whiskey. I still am. Like, I love whiskey. I appreciate it. But now I've been on a gin kick. So, but uh, that was was my first, I think, cocktail that uh, changed things for me. I love that. I, I don't, I don't really have a cocktail like that. Spencer, I, I remember. Um, we need to take you out, Will. We need yeah, to go out of town. You guys do because the what I was gonna say is one of like my first like I don't know alcohol experiences was just like like some friends that were kind of friends of friends, and um, I don't even know how it happened, but they they like were like, do you want to go on a brawl a uh, bar crawl with us this weekend? And I was like. Brawl, crawl, crawl. There's gonna fight Brawl, everyone crawl. we see. Fuck you. And I, I just, I just remember like that. That was that was one of my first experiences with trying different types of cocktails, and it was just magical. So, not not one specific cocktail, but going out and having fun with some friends is always magical. I, I think that's a good way to do it too, Will, and, and I appreciate you bringing that up. Is that you know, sometimes it's good to go just go to as many, I mean, responsibly. <laughs> do a bar, <laughs> do a bar crawl and, you know, try a dink, try not a dick, 
Try a drink. <laughs> try a dick. Try, 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 a, dick. try a dick. See what yeah. Try a drink at each bar and just see. To say, yeah. hey, you know, I'm new here. Uh, help me out. I'm trying to. I, I want to try something different. Or what's your favorite? What um, I was gonna say this just a little bit earlier, but um, I actually have a, a really close friend to me. Um, ask about drinking coffee, and uh, what I told them was, I won't get too deep into this, but like. I was like, you got to go for like a mocha or a cappuccino, like something that isn't like super coffee flavored latte or latte. Yeah. 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 Which in reality, it's just coffee flavored milk, but I, I won't get into that. Yeah. But, um, but delicious I, coffee flavored milk. Yeah. Yes, it is delicious. But what I also told them was like, go, go ask the barista. Like, I'm sure they get this question all the time here in Utah. Like I'm new to drinking coffee. What what's something you would recommend to somebody that's new? And I'm sure bartenders are the same way, especially here in Utah. I bet they've at least heard like, hey, I don't know, like what I I'm new to drinking. What what would you recommend? I guarantee absolutely all heard something like that in Utah. Yeah. I mean, I think especially when you start drinking coffee and alcohol later in life. There's like a level of embarrassment almost like when you go into the coffee shop and it's like, like, I'm 33. I should know this shit. I know you look at the menu and you're like, I don't know what these things are. I don't know what's going to be good. It's probably going to be awful. Um, I remember my first coffee experience at public coffee. Um, I was meeting somebody there uh, for like a business meeting and I was frantically texting my sister. I'm like, I'm in a coffee shop. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, I don't want to look like an idiot, obviously, you know. Uh, cause I've never ordered a coffee before and, and any place. And it was a great place to start coffee, For at, sure. um, but it also was different than I had imagined coffee yep. would be too, because, uh, I didn't know what to order really. And she gave me a suggestion, you know, it was just like a plain latte. Right. So it wasn't sweet. Um, and, uh, you know, here I got this latte and I sipped on it and I, I, you know, you know, stone faced, you know, like <laughs> all day long. Um, but uh, yeah, I think there's just, especially when you're older, you're like, oh gosh, I just don't want to look like a dumbass, right? Don't right. feel, don't feel like a dumbass. No, well, you don't. I, you won't feel like you shouldn't feel like a dumbass. You, you won't be a dumbass, but just be genuine, I, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody should, but especially in Utah, just know everyone knows that people of all ages, all backgrounds, yeah. whatever, are often new to coffee or exactly. alcohol drinking. Like it's yeah. it's not a big deal. Um, and if worse comes to worse, and you're one of our listeners, just text me or message me <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Message us. You- we'll give you so yeah. many suggestions. Actually, so, that would be a great idea. We should have like people send it, like send in, ask uh, for suggestions of drinks. Oh, there you go. They should drink. Or just a, just a Q and A show. What are your questions? Yeah. we'll push for that. So just the tip with yeah, yeah, yeah. just the tip. With What's Kevin. your most memorable cocktail, Kevin? Um, mine is actually so I was on a business Please don't trip say as well. A pickleback. Please don't. Oh, that it, it that was, was a fun one too. But, yeah, yeah. Um, that was magic, actually. Oh my God. Um, no, I think it's magic um, introducing other people. You to like it too. you like bloody Mary, so, so I, I can understand <sighs> this. Yeah, uh, no, mine mine was a last word. Um, so mine was a last word, which we haven't done. We've done its close cousin, um, the written word. 
the written word. Um, but uh, you get you boys so I was in San, I was in San Diego on a business trip, and I went. Um, I met my cousin, um, who was stationed at the time in the Navy there, and we were doing a little bar crawl business. It was a good time. Shout out to Nate, um, who's retiring from the Navy soon. Awesome. Um, but uh, so we're just mostly going to like sports bars right there. There's a, it's called the Gap, Gas Lamp District um, in downtown San Diego. It's, it's beautiful. Drinks. It's lovely. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. Right by the ballpark. If you're into baseball, we didn't go to the game at the time, but we started out at a sports bar right next to the stadium and we kind of were, were working our way around. And then we met one of his Navy buddies and his Navy buddy was like, hey, do you want to go to a speakeasy? And I'm like, yeah, what, what is this? Yes, I do. So we, we, we go yeah. to a sports bar. I can't remember what the sports bar is called. Um, I, I can't you could remember. Google it. Eventually. Isn't the point of a speakeasy that you don't know the name? Well, you go to the sports bar and it's just a regular sports bar. And then you go to back by the bathrooms and i know i told you all about this i can't remember i've said it on the show but essentially there's this wall of beer kegs stacked back by the bathroom and if you know the right place to like push this button and then reach in a hole and pull it open the wall opens up as a door and you're in this tiny little waiting room that can hold like no more than six people tightly okay, um, and, awesome. and there's a person there and you give them their your name and then if there's a wait which there usually is you have to go back out they give you a little or i think they just text you um but they text you and you come back and then you can go in and you go inside and one wall obviously they're not real they're like cast from plaster or whatever one wall is just human skulls like um all different sizes and whatever it's very dark it's very like that is awesome <laughs> yeah it's, it's like so i go in and i'm just like what is this magic <laughs> like uh and uh yeah and uh so the bar uh, the we sat down and the bartender's like there's a small menu at the table or whatever um but um he uh, was like, you can order off the menu or you can just tell me what you like and I'll, you know, I can make something for you. And uh, so I was like, oh, I want to do that. That sounds awesome. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just learning about gin. I really like gin, but I, I really don't know very much about it. And this is a, a great example of what we talked about. Like, ask, ask, and people will tell you. It's like ask li and literally. Ask shall receive. Exactly. <laughs> and it shall be opened unto you. And just like anything, all of us like work in a Not profession. Three times in the temple, if you want me. <laughs> oh, Spencer, that needs to be a meme. What? Sorry, I'm very drunk. You're good. Um, Same. But we all like being asked about what we're good at, right? Like, or oh, what we God. know a lot about. So anyway, he was like, "I think you're like a last word." It's it's simple, it's classic, it's whatever. I'm not going to get wild and crazy with you. I think you'll really enjoy Last Word. Have you had that? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I had that and it changed everything. And from it's that point on, I'm, I literally, I think I met Belinda like a week or two after that. Yeah. Wow. And uh, then I started really getting into cocktails and then like we talked about, we got that one recipe book. Shake. I feel like, I feel like a Last Word is the type of cocktail that 
like unless you're really experienced you can't really taste the alcohol no it's it's beautiful the chartreuse the chartreuse is so forward and the maraschino that you're not even thinking about the gin unless you use a really interesting gin and and that that was the first time so having a great bartender makes all the world of difference too. Absolutely, yeah. he set it up he explained to me about what the chartreuse was and how it's made and the secret of it and the mystery of it and all this so i'm in this place with fucking human skull wall behind me i just walk through a door a keg stand door like yeah the whole experience was magical and the drink was like this beautiful well-balanced kind of light lovely thing that also got me drunk as shit um when i had a few of them i will say if you go to a bar and the majority of people are wearing rhinestone studded jeans chances are you're not going to get very complex or Bingo. Uh, interesting cocktail i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna say that so i mean a, a applique human pockets. skull wall it's so, like yes yeah, shit's going down tonight some yeah. shit's going down right now <laughs> i would i would but that place is a good fucking time though too, right? Yeah. Like you were going to have true. fun as shit. That is true, but you're not going to get- <laughs> cocktail is not going word. to be premium. Yeah. You're not going to get someone torching some rosemary and doing you're, all sorts of- Exactly. You're going to have a good time until you get your ass kicked in the alley behind it by some true. rednecks who, <laughs> who see you drive a Prius. Yeah. Are, you, are you okay with that, Kevin? Oh, I'll kick their ass. It's fine. Oh, it, it just sounded like very specific. No, no. Oh, I, mean, I mean, we've been to many of those bars and we just, we go with the flow. Like it doesn't so, matter. We don't. You just so I have a, know, you know what you're getting into. That's all I'm saying. I have, a, I have a friend, one of the best nights ever. I have a dear friend. He and Belinda and I were out and he was, he likes, he just likes to have fun. And uh, he was like, you know what we should do? We should do like bar crawl bingo and i was like what the fuck are you talking about this is amazing i just saw this picture the other day and i was thinking about this i was like oh my god that was the best night so so he grabs a piece of paper and a marker and he like draws a bingo square you know with the things and then he's like all right it's free in the middle like regular find this picture five by five yep and then and then we have to have like things for the different squares and then every time we get bingo i don't remember it was some like take take two shots in a row or two tequila and every shots. and if we do blackout we have to, but there were things like see someone with applique jeans an awkward first date <laughs> awkward yeah, first they, date uh, yeah those are um, easy those are easy bros with bl- flat brimmed hats oh. like you know like so we did uh, a whole bunch of those things it was fun that is that awesome. Time. That that was one of the funnest things. I oh my god, that night I was just like looking at the picture the other day, and I was like, oh, the bingo game. We exactly. the four of us need to do a bingo game. We need to make that, that up on the fly fun. and go out on the town and do a bingo my, game. My yeah. friends is so fun. My friend's about to get back in town. I'm thinking we should uh, take him out on the town when he gets back in town. He's I been agree. out of town for a few oh, months. That so. friend, yes. so I have a few most favorable or uh, more most memorable cocktails <laughs> i'm a little drunk so far we're all drunk um, it's all good good lord no i'm drunk as Will shit. Is i only had a little bit of dinner so i'm no, like I, i'm i'm, and I'm had two of these now um so <laughs> my two most memorable cocktails memorable cocktails are, yes. oh Christ, i thought you were really drinking that yeah. have you ever had a sip of creme de violette 
I'm a drink it. Drink I've it. Never... Drink it and tell us about it's it. It's only like Chuck, 23% Chuck, alcoholic. Chuck. I think. Oh, I think it's it. only like 23%. His lips are purple now. It's beautiful. It's lovely. I could drink this shit all night on its own. Try it. Are you serious? Drink oh, some yeah. creme de violet meat. Oh I expected it to be like overly <laughs> next time, sweet. Next time you go or... to the bar, you're like, I want some creme de violet <laughs> in the in a Straight double up. rocks double rocks it, glass. It with is an absinthe, a little with an absinthe rinse. They're like, what? <laughs> It's like, a what? little bath and body works. I'm they're not like, gonna lie. They're like, what? I think um, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, are you about to kill someone? Tonight? I like so. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's going oh, there. you know what? Oh, I was like, you know what it reminds me of? And I was going to tell you something that tastes like violet. <laughs> okay. Anyway, shocking. So shocking. my my oh two my most favorite my memorable cocktails. Not favorable, but also favorable. They were favorable cocktails. They were great. Um, I'm drunk and I'm lost my brain. So um, it's okay. We'll do a we'll do a my favorite cocktail show soon. So when I was pretty new to drinking, I have, I have this friend from high school who was one of my good friends, uh, Rosemary, and uh, she is a sommelier and um, she- uh, Don't, don't you have town. to say that word with your pinky up? She sommelier. is a sommelier. sommelier. And she was gonna be in town and I was like, oh my God, let's go out. Um, and I was really new to drinking. And um, she's like, yeah, let's definitely. So I'm like Googling places that have good wine. I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta not let this chick down. We went to HSL at, and HSL is good. And at, even back then it was like amazing. Back then it, it was, was really good. It was yeah. fucking good. And maybe it's because we were newbies, but we were like, this is That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think it was bad. Cliff was there. Clark was there. We had so many great uh, bartenders at uh, HSL in the early days. Um, and so I took Rosemary to HSL. We went out to dinner. And uh, I remember we ordered a bottle of wine. And she she picked it because obviously, you know, she knew what to order. And she was gentle with me, obviously. Um, and, uh, she picked it just a beautiful, like Riz, like a Riesling or as a, a Chardonnay or something, something that wasn't going to be too, you know, upsetting to me. Um, but I remember she looked at the menu and she's like, I see you have a milk punch on the menu. Um, is it a true milk punch? And they were like, oh yes. And I was like, I don't know what the heck she's talking about. She's like, I'll have one of those. And she's like, you'll love it. Um, so she orders and it was a tequila milk punch. I remember she ordered it and, um, she's like, you'll have one too. It's great. We drink it and it is the most beautiful drink I've ever had in my entire life. And I was like, I couldn't shut up about it to Kevin for two fucking years. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like milk. I don't love milk to be no, honest. No, no, no. And I don't so either. I'm like, Ugh. I was like, it was sounds the objectionable. Best cocktail that and, I've and, ever and now had. you're all you're the milk punch people now. We're milk punch. Yeah, people. we are the so milk punch people. This this girl, she had dated a guy who had, I don't know, he got into the milk punch scene, I guess, <laughs> as it were. Um, and now he has. His I don't own even brand. think there's really a milk punch scene. We'll I just think, we'll just roll think, with it, Kevin. I think he like he is the, the milk, milk punch, punch zone. Yeah. So he has a brand of milk punch. It's called uh, Rocky's Milk Punch is the name of it, and I I would love to buy a bottle of it. It's not available in Utah, obviously. Um, 
So her ex-boyfriend had developed this and out from like historical recipes, um, it's a wild thing with milk and alcohol and fruit and tea and it sounds terrible and tastes amazing and not like alcohol at all. So it'll And not up. like milk at all. And not even like milk at all. Wow. It doesn't even, even look creamy, it's clear. Um, so she had me taste this milk crunch and it was so delicious. I just almost died. It was a beautiful <laughs> thing. Uh, the second most memorable cocktail I had was when Kevin and I were in New York. What was the bar we were at? Uh, Death and Company? The I don't cards. know. No, that was at. Uh, no, that wasn't. It was the night. No, it was the night we went to the Empire State Building. Um, yeah. It's a hotel. Um, it's a hotel bar. Fuck, I can't remember. I'll put it in the show. I know, notes. I'm dying. It's so good. So they have like this sort of tarot card reading that you do and you oh. tell them the, your base spirit and kind of like uh, they throw down cards and you choose the card that is like kind of what you're into. Like it might be Batman and you choose Batman and it might be this or that. Um, and then they create a cocktail. That sounds with those really cards. interesting. It was, it was the fun. funnest thing it was ever. Super fun. Awesome. Oh my god, it was so cool. Um, and they made the most gorgeous cocktails. And they were not busy that night, and that's why we got to do the cards because it's a very popular bar in New York City. And so. we had read we had read about it in advance. Wait, was Aaron? Did Aaron tell us about that one? Maybe. Perhaps. So we're Our, weird about trips, and we make like these spreadsheets and maps and things, and we <laughs> like pin out all true. these places that we want to go. <laughs> So absolutely would do that. So, so we knew about this in advance and we asked yeah. and he's like, well, it's not busy tonight. So tonight we can do it. It's fine. Yeah. So if we were to each offer just in, in just to wrap up here, one yeah. line, one line of advice to someone, you're just getting in drinking. What would that be? I'm not going to start because I don't know. I'll go that. first. I'll go first. Just try it. Um, just, just I, try it. Yeah. So, so wait, just try it, comma, (laughs) and then just try it again. Um, The the first time you try, the first time you try something, you may not love it, um, but start thinking about what you do enjoy. Um, Mormons, in particular, or other high demand religion people, are used to not putting their own needs or their own thoughts or their own wants before others. So um, we're unfamiliar with the idea of really thinking about what do I want? Like, what do I like? Just because I've been told my whole life I like this, let me try some other things. And let Just me see. because it doesn't taste like a swig drink, yeah. maybe it's not that I don't like it. It's and that I'm not familiar with it. Right? You know, yes. mix in the caffeinated Diet Coke. It's fine. Um, but no, uh, try it. Try it again. And then as you learn more about these various spirits and or cocktails, try it again. Um, start, start to recognize <laughs> yeah. the things that you do like and then look for ones that do and try it. Like, you know, I, I laugh, them. but at the same time, I think, and just piggybacking off your comment, Kevin, is that it's drinking is not merely about, I think the flavor, it's the ambiance, it's the company, it's sure. the feeling after. And so Friends, drink, yeah, trying it again yeah. is actually really solid advice. I think in addition to that, 
Um, I'll go back to what I said. Just ask questions. Don't be afraid. You know, I, I probably look like a dumbass saying all the time, mm-hmm. y'all take a whiskey straight. They're like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? That's my favorite. But I didn't, even, I, didn't, gay. I, didn't even, I know. <laughs> I didn't even think not the whiskey gay or, you know, of an old. Do you live other, in a Western, Spencer? Do you live in a Western? <laughs> <laughs> whiskey straight. It's like, what, what do you mean? So, my, you know, there, there's a whole, that. there's a whole language, there's a whole culture, there's a whole approach to things, even something as simple as like, okay, where do you stand when you go order a drink at the bar? That's something I had to learn by observing and yeah, trying to figure that out. There's usually a little section that's uh, designated, you know, you go up to that point and order, but also there's, there's other things, but you can always ask questions like, Hey, I mean, am I in the right spot? Am I, you know, I'm new to this. Is this a good option? Don't be afraid to ask questions. That would be right. my advice. Linda, what would your advice? You'll be charming if you ask questions, right? It's true. It's exactly. true. And exactly. they'll be like, oh, this cutie. They don't know what the f- fuck they're doing. I'm going to show them a good time. Shirt. Come here. Yeah. Pull you under they'll, the wing. Under yeah. the wing. <laughs> they'll give well, you a free shot of something. Yeah. What would you say, Belinda? Um, I just try try something wild. For real, it's like try. So I remember uh, somebody. Uh, there was an article I read or a book I read, and they were like, "Nobody knows how to pronounce a vocare, right?" Vocare. I don't even know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> and they were like, uh, "This is a cocktail. It's a it's a boozy one." Um, it's a good one, yeah. It's a good one. Um, and I was like, you... "I'm gonna order that." What I'm is that called? Vocare. Um, uh, it's a classic cocktail, uh, and it is so good. It's very boozy. Um, but you know what? Just trying it, sipping it slowly. It's, it's not a drink you guzzle or sip through a straw. It's not like something you're just going to throw back in an instant. Side note. Here are the the ingredients. Rye whiskey, cognac, sweet vermouth, Benedictine, and Peychaud's bitters. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Wow. <laughs> well, this, this one suggests Jesus. a pimento bitter. I'm like, holy shit, this is wow. This is a oh, serious... that would be good too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's one of my favorites. It's and one Benedictine. My, and so, yeah, Benedictine Fuck. is very strong. Yeah. Um, and I remember it being like, you know, I'm going to order that. I'm going to order it. I'm going to say it right. And I ordered it and I said it right. And they brought it to me and I was like, I sipped on it and it was a slap in the face. It'll knock your shit up, yeah. It will fuck your shit up. But then I sipped on it more and sipped on it more. Don't taste something and then throw it down and say, I hate it. I mean, that's what babies do. That's what four-year-olds do. A call out. Come on, don't be a fucking baby. (laughs) <laughs> Try it again, right? Like him said, just, I mean, oh keep God. sipping. Oh, and guess what? After three sips, it ain't going to taste that bad. It's going to taste good. And you're going to fucking down that shit. I promise you. So oh the goodness, sentence you know. for Belinda is don't, <laughs> don't be, be a baby. fucking baby. No, don't, don't be, be a, a fucking, fucking baby. Fucking baby. <laughs> All right, Will, you're up. The advice, Kev, my, my advice is slightly different. It's the point of drinking is not to get drunk. It is to have a good time. So, Absolutely. so go, oh, that's good advice. Fuck yeah. yeah. Some sometimes the point is to get drunk to have sure, fun, sure, right? sure. Yeah. But but go slowly. Learn how your body kind of 
interacts with alcohol because everybody's a little bit different. Some people get like super nauseous. Some people, they don't get nauseous at all. So like kind of ease yourself into it. And like I said, the point is not to get drunk. So don't just go out shooting shots. Have a good time. Don't don't forget your first couple times. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm to the point now where I, I don't get hangovers. I don't get too fucked up. I just I know my limits now. I sometimes I, sometimes I, I don't usually do when I'm an asshole. Yeah, like 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 the other night. Remember, I did those cocktails. I like texted you guys, and then I was drinking the bottle of wine you brought me for my birthday. Will and I drank the whole fucking thing because I was like, I don't really believe in leaving wine left over like it's fine so i just like sat there in my chair by my bed and finished that fucking bottle and the next morning i was like god damn it <laughs> like no water mixed in drink water that's that's drink, drink lots water. of water that's, that's, that's another advice number five yeah yeah that's the tip yeah. in advance in advance to your drinking especially if you know you're going to be drinking a lot and during drink some water and eat yeah. eat and yes. drink some water Fucking have eat. a cracker, have a cracker, have a snack. Eat Here's the thing. literally anything before drinking. Here's the thing I will promise you. I promise you this, just like a general authority in general. Oh, I promise you oh. that if you drink water. We need to share that video that Mike Denny did. <laughs> that car, that, what, uh, Packer. That's right. He did. I can't do yeah. Packer. I, I'm just doing a generic one. But <laughs> if you drink water while you're having your cocktails, you will indeed have health in the marrow, navel in the bones. Health in the navel, marrow in the bones. No, strength in not the, not navel in the bones. Yeah, health in the navel, <laughs> marrow, marrow in, in the bones. He'll put some marrow strength in, your in bones. the loins and in the sinew. You know, he'll put some marrow in your bones. A vucaray. Yes, yes, it will. <laughs> no, yes. but but it will make your cocktails taste better if you don't just layer cocktail upon cocktail upon and if cocktail you have, without refreshing your palate with water. And yeah. if you have pineapple drinks, it'll make your cocktails better. Okay, thanks everyone for listening to Thirst Impressions. It's been fun. You can find us online at thirstimpressions.show. We are at subscribe, 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 subscribe at thirstpod on Twitter. We're also on Instagram. We're all over the place, but we do want to hear from you. So if you have any questions about beverages, drinking, anything, life, first drink suggestions, yeah, fucking dating, drunken hat purchases, we will answer those questions for you. I would love to answer your questions and talk about what you want to hear. So hit us up for sure. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Much love. Peace to you. See you next time. And. Go act fancy. A queef. Queef Latifah. It's too close to Keith. Keith? Who's Keith? Keith Richards? What am I doing? Sure. What am I saying? Tell me what I'm saying. A little dabble do you? Yabba dabba do you. A little dabble do you. <laughs> Sounds rapey. Like Bill Cosby. I brought the dab in the do. And then you. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Christ. Okay. Try again. Try it. Okay. One more time. Okay.